0: Welcome back. Mush love from the mushroom. It's Dan and Jer on the Dan and Cher show. I like Mush love from the mushroom. Think that's the name for now. Hope you guys had a beautiful weekend. I did. I think Dan did too. We actually were both at Long Beach Island. Different places, different times, but we were both there. Pretty cool. It is July 12th. It is a beautiful day. Summer is in full swing. covid is gone in america the rest of the world seems to be still struggling with it seems like it might come back in america too who knows the news is crazy don't know what to believe anymore uh but you do have to check in once in a while and uh and just see what they're talking about so it's it's pretty uh interesting to see but what i want to talk about a little bit today i feel like dan just um we've both talked i think a little bit before about like the Fatiman protocol the stamets protocol different ways of uh microdose scheduling one day on two days off five days on uh two days off but we don't have really a name for it i'm gonna call it the calendar schedule uh but we've alluded a little bit of like you do that schedule for a month or two with an intent then it's nice to take a week or two off you kind of realize how much the mushrooms helped you when you take the week or two off and like oh wow like I'm pretty uh, irritated again, or my energy's low, where I'm not sleeping as well. So it gives you that reassurance, and it also helps you set new intentions. So I wanted to ask Dan: You took your two weeks off, and now started. You were doing Fatiman, I believe. Took two weeks off, mm-hmm. and now you're doing the Stamets protocol. How's that been? What's uh, what's it been like? So I did, yeah. I was doing Fatiman, took two weeks off. Uh, totally
1: agree with what you're saying. Like I noticed, like mild irritability, especially the first week think you're just you know renormalizing like just a little bit of mild irritability found myself getting pissed off at stuff I would before just like petty irrelevant things and Mm -hmm. uh, was just tunnel visioning a little harder than I would otherwise Um, so yeah I mean I I definitely think the the breaks are necessary because it it allows you to check in with like your natural your natural issues that you would have had without microdosing because a lot of the time microdosing helps kind of you know alleviate it or shine a light on some of the things and stuff and then when you go without it then you realize like oh certain things are still here these are still things i need to work on and then those might be the things you put more attention to in the next uh, cycle or whatever like that so i noticed yeah just like like i've always had a the irish and italian in me i've always had a little bit of a temper so like i just mm. noticed like yeah like the the temper arising and finding myself angry over stupid shit and then i was like which is good though because it allowed me to kind of you know check in with those emotions sober and be like why are they there you know what i right. mean because you need to because Eventually, you got to get to the root cause, which, uh, you know, mushrooms can help with sometimes. But um, I tried the stamets for like a week. But for me, it just feels like too much. I don't mm. know. I just I, I, I like it's enjoyable. It wasn't bad or anything like that. But I just for some reason felt like it wasn't sustainable for me personally. Like I had so much energy consistently that I feel like I was like not kind of sleeping enough or like maybe wearing myself a little bit thin, especially I'm someone, um, you know, I'm pretty big into fitness and stuff right i noticed that when i uh microdose if like i'm incredibly strong i have a bunch of endurance i feel like my workouts are way better but then i also feel like i'm pushing past what my limits kind of should be Mm. a little more so i notice sometimes the days i microdose i'll get the craziest workouts in but then i'll be sore for like two or three days after that because i kind of went a little harder than i should have or would have normally um so, I mean, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's just they're helping me get, you know, in, um, I'm in the growth stage in those workouts. And, you know, anytime you're sore for a couple of days, that means you did something right so, as well. But, yeah, um, it doesn't sound Yeah, like bad for thing. me, the Stamets just seems a little bit uh, overwhelming for me personally. So I think I'm just going to stick to the Fatiman.
0: Right. Yeah, I like that. And, uh, I mean, I think, too, as you get more and more experience, to anyone, not just you, uh, yeah, the Stamets protocol is good to follow, or Fatiman's protocol is good to follow to have a schedule but eventually if you just kind of do it as needed um i think that's like what a lot of people typically go towards so i don't really follow a schedule it's something i feel like i should a little bit more but i generally probably take it about three or four times a week um but i don't track it i kind of like there's a day i want a little bit to delve into my thoughts or have a little extra energy and then there's some days where i'm like I want to be completely sober, reset, and and all that. Did you have a new intention when you started this new cycle, though?
1: Honestly, I wasn't as thoughtful as I should have been about it. I don't think. I mean, I, I general intentions though, because I, it was after um, I had taken a vacation and stuff. So I think a lot of the the general intention in my life right now that it was kind of aligned with that was um, listening to my own intuition. Has been a big theme of like me kind of neglecting some some of my feelings or neglecting my own uh you know in, internal monologue and then i wind up getting screwed over i wind up putting myself in a position that's uncomfortable because i could have just listened to how i was feeling and saved myself a lot of strife. so i think for me a big theme over the next couple months is is just intuition listening to the things i know and kind of being the natural leader that i am I've noticed like I've been hanging out with more and more group settings and like larger groups and, you know, friends of friends and mutual friends. And a lot of the times it's like I don't want to be overly domineering in a group of people that I don't know super well. or be like, oh, this is what we're going to do and just like Mm. hijack the whole vibe. But I also realized on uh, my last trip that a lot of the time people hang out with me because they like that I'm someone who takes initiative, that I put the first foot forward and that I'm a good planner. And when I plan things, they kind of go in a very uh, organized fashion and things like that. So I, I I caught myself demonizing my own intuition and my own like will a little bit and being like oh, let me just silence myself because like there's other people around and it's like no well even if they disagree at least I'll let those thoughts come out um and and you know give it give other people the chance to reply and give their insights um and one little side anecdote sorry going back real quick You're to good. the stamets uh I was also doing the the stamets protocol with um sort of more of like a 200 milligram. Um, ground up. So I think my, I think if it was like an 80 milligram type, like to 100 or something like that, I think it would have been more sustainable. But I, uh, the capsules I had were just like a stronger dose. I didn't have any of the lower dosage ones. So I think that might have been a big factor in it is because it was like, they were crossing the threshold of being sub perceptual just barely. But it was like, that's why I felt like it was a little bit almost giving me minor anxiety because it was like every day I was having like mini micro trips almost
0: yeah no that, that, <laughs> that could be a lot where I um I would like to actually explore more and, and every time I explore there's something that I haven't been doing enough of is like note taking and really documenting right. everything but I would be interesting to experiment with the amount I'm taking and the times I'm taking so really? for the first time uh that I like can remember at least I took uh a second like half dose in the afternoon which I had mm. never done before uh, and I kind of, I was a little bit susceptible to it. Um, or I don't think that's the right word. I, I can't speak right now, but, um, I wasn't really wanting to stay up so, so late. So that's why I usually just do it in the morning. Cause it gives me a lot of energy, but it actually helped me. I feel sleep better that night. Um, mm. I slept like great. It was cool. I took like maybe half of a seven h So like a very little bit amount but in mm-hmm. the afternoon, and I kind of um, liked that where it's cool and it, it's good and bad. I feel that there's not a lot of information or videos or people who've done all of these techniques, so there's not much you can go to learn about it. But it's also nice, too, because you can kind of learn on your yeah, own, and your own. Yeah. figure it out and be like, okay, this actually works for me. There's not actually, I guess part of the reason being there's no preconceived notions that are telling you, like, this is how you have to do it. So you kind of just do it and see what works for you, um, yeah. which I like. So, yeah, I've been experimenting a little bit uh, more with like how much I'm taking and then what time of day I'm taking and, and those variables as well, um, which I guess you alluded to a, li- a little bit. Maybe what you should have done, not trying to tell you what to do, but changed one of the variables. Not It right. sounds like you changed like two or three variables at once. Um, yeah. I wasn't
1: following the uh, scientific process properly. You got to do one variable in experiments for sure. Exactly. I, uh, and going back to what you're saying of like kind of finding your own, what works for you is like, I was talking to someone who was pretty knowledgeable about microdosing, who's doing it. They've been doing it for themselves for a while, but they don't like have capsules. They just grind it up and take whatever feels right for them. And mm-hmm. I was getting, I was telling someone else in a group of uh, being very scientific. I'm like, this is the Fatiman protocol. This yeah. is the silence protocol. And blah, blah blah. And the dude was like, kind of checked me a little bit. I loved his response. He's like, just take them when they, they call to you and when you need them. He's like, it doesn't have to be. And I was like, well, yeah, I was like, it's a good, I was kind of using it more as like a template or a starting point to explain to someone who was less knowledgeable, and he cut in and he's like, fuck that shit. He was yeah. like, he's like, whenever it feels right, whatever your soul tells you to, that's wh- that's how
0: I do it at least, and I started cracking up. I was like, you know what, I yield to that, you're right. <laughs> yeah, It's I, I go back and forth with both of them because like I'm more of the opinion of like take it as when they, they are calling to you and when you need it, but at the same time, most people I feel – need a template at least to like to have a starting point or know what's going on. I know we both get my uh microdoses from Muchmore. Uh mm-hmm. I know that they don't give instructions with uh with their microdoses. I think it's probably partially intentional because it's like mm-hmm. it's kind of illegal, but at the same time there's definitely people who want to know what the instructions are like how to take them. Um it might not be that they follow them exactly forever but it's a good starting point just to like have an idea because um yeah if if and i think go ahead
1: i think the um having a schedule I'm, I'm just someone that's me that's just how i work i'm very like neurotic and like scheduling anyway so that mm-hmm. it makes sense but uh in that michael poland interview i was talking about last week one of the things he says about like just drug use in general whether it's anything your coffee anything he said people that follow rituals are much more likely or much less likely to to fall into patterns of abuse when they're treating it in a kind of a ritualistic um intentioned way so i do think that is also good because it's like well whenever they call to me it's like well that could be 10 times a day if 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 you start going down that alley and then then that's completely going backwards and then like i don't think these should be a substance that should be treated in that type of way and like you know if you start abusing them i feel like they're gonna have negative uh, reactions, or they're gonna make you have a bad time if you start getting out of control with that. So that's why I personally like to just kind of keep that ritualistic, intentioned. Um, I mean, you look at yeah. traditional ceremonies of plant medicine; it's very a lot of lot of order in it. So
0: yeah, definitely, I agree, and that reminds me a little bit actually of. Um, so I grew up Jewish. I went to like Jewish um, camps growing up, where uh-huh. you um, you have to say prayers before you like eat anything. Like and mm-hmm. if you eat bread, you say this prayer, you eat water, you this prayer, whatever. And I guess similar to like Christians do grace. Um, mm-hmm. and I never understood it growing up. I was like, Why do you have to say a prayer before you eat everything? Like, like it seems a little bit much. But the last couple of years I actually like it had a big aha moment and it makes a lot of sense to me now is it's making your food intentional. And making right. you like know or like think about eating. And I think that's a big problem in America and probably a lot of the world is no one thinks about what they're eating mm. or why they're eating. They just eat because it's like because the food's calling to them, um, like your guy. And it's like, exactly. no, like actually, maybe you should have an intent of what you're eating. I'm eating fruit because I need some energy. I need some, I'm eating peanuts because it's going to help me digest. I don't know if peanuts help you digest, right, right, right. but whatever. But, like, you should – I feel like it's good to, like, when you eat something to have a reason for why you're eating it, not just to fulfill this hunger that's not even real hunger. It's probably because you're bored and you just want something to do where right. I like that idea of, of having a ritual or intention for everything. When you um, when you set that intention or have a ritual for mushrooms, I agree completely. You're going to be way less likely to abuse it. Um, you're going to know why you're doing it every time, which I think is good. Yeah um what's called i guess that is about it i could ramble we both could ramble all day but i think that is um a good little end point for what we were talking about basically saying kind of following a schedule following a protocol following a calendar whatever it might be but i think like tracking it is important and then also changing one variable at a time not too many variables and like knowing what works for you, what doesn't work for you, and, and uh, going with it. And also maybe not uh, not giving up right away if something doesn't work out, but like trying to change it up and, and keeping it's at it. It's sort of like we were talking a couple of weeks ago about therapy. It's mm-hmm. sort of like similar to that almost. It's like, well,
1: if your first therapist sucks, it's like that doesn't mean therapy as a whole is bad. It's maybe that that, that method of therapy or that, you know, the way they approach it or whatever, the, the timeline of, of when you're going to therapy. There's so many different variables. So I think it's sort of like that too i mean mushrooms kind of they feel like a a plant therapist they kind of lead you to where you need to go so you got to experiment you got to find the right therapist and the right you know uh way to to that it works with
0: you so definitely and which uh another conversation we kind of have talked about just reminds me of like the regulation and trying to um all these companies trying to like patent different things i feel like it's good in a way but also we've said why it's bad in a way why it could be good in a way though is because like the mushroom microdoses we get we think we get a certain strain but you don't know if that strain quality or content is the same every mm-hmm. time the psilocybin right. might be a little higher sometimes might be a little lower you don't really know where it's hard to have your own experiments and change variables when you don't know everything about it so as it gets mm-hmm. more popular as there's like more products more availability more, more quality rec- control yeah quality control you'll know like Okay, when I take 80 milligrams of psilocybin of the penis envy strain, it makes me feel like this. But if I take 90 milligrams of the golden teacher, I'm actually like perfect or whatever it might be. Right, 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 right. Um, But thank you, Dan. Awesome time talking to you. I'm excited to talk to you already for next week. Like, subscribe, anyone who's listening. Give us some ideas for what to talk about. Or if you want to be on, talk about your microdose journey we would love to hear about that that would be something fun to do so thank you as always much love from the mushroom peace much love out